Hey, how you guys doing? This is Medusa from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hack Season 6, Episode 5, as we are one episode away from closing out Season 6. Also, one week from the Dark Phoenix Saga. We'll talk about that maybe in a little bit, too. <laughs> on, on the line tonight, I have my two favorite Marvel Hacks on the line tonight. Sandman, Sandman, say what's happening. Ooh, Dark Phoenix. Yay. Um, hello, everyone. Yeah, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Also on the line is Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, say what's happening. Hello, everybody. Yeah, I know. We're recording on a Sunday night. The NBA Finals is on. We are not not we are not those uh, nerds that don't like sports. We actually care about sports. We have varied sports interests, to be perfectly honest with you. But varied is a good way to put this it. One, yeah. yeah, this one is eh, maybe not so high on our... Not that we don't like the NBA or anything. It's just, I don't know. We have no dog in any of this fight, except for maybe there some Kawhi go. love. Some Kawhi love, yeah. possibly from Brother Beavis from his Spurs days. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a funny thing, like, my dad was, my dad hated the NBA, and that's possibly because he was racist, but I like to think it because he liked college basketball, and uh, when I moved to San Antonio, they actually played college basketball in, in, uh, in the NBA there, so I had to go down there right about the time they started rattling off the uh, uh, championships, so obviously... I became a, uh, a Spurs fan, and uh, you know Kawhi was the second coming of, of Tim Duncan, and and I don't think anybody has any idea why that whole thing fell apart. But I don't know that I you know I don't necessarily have any ill will towards him. If he could bring uh, championship Toronto, more power to him. So yeah, yeah that's just that's just weird. Yeah. I mean, I, especially if he needs to go in the state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, because yeah, because nobody loves nobody loves the Patriots, whether it's in the uh, in the <laughs> NBA or the National Hockey League or the Major League Baseball or whatever. Nobody loves the Patriots, and right now the Gold Gold State is absolutely the Patriots. So yeah, sorry, for sure, easily. Yeah, 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 for sure. And like I said, I'm a Miami Heat fan. Um, so once LeBron left in thirteen. I was just like, well, mm-hmm. anybody but anybody but whoever LeBron is playing for. So I wound up defaulting into liking Golden State because that's who they kept playing in the finals. So now I'm just like, man, I don't care, whatever. Good basketball, I guess. But, yeah, I'm out. All right. All right, let's get into these damn uh, to blurred notes, y'all. It's the first part of the show. Hold on, let me hit my music, which I really won't. All right, so as the – I know, as the blurred notes standard – sort of brings us in, but really doesn't. Uh, it's become a, a trope at this point. <laughs> we, Wait, we do appreciate you there's not really music? Uh, I, I say I'm going to do it, and then I just don't. So, yeah, it's a trope. Yeah. Right back yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought it was one of those things we weren't supposed to talk about, but yeah. Well, the, other sounders, <laughs> the other sounders I put in, the, the introduction music and the exit music is always there, but, you know, this one, I've just it's become a thing now. All right, so Blurred Notes is where we talk about issues in comic book, comic book movie news or whatever throughout the week. I spell out the word blurred, and we throw the topics around the table, and we try to keep it under a half an hour. Good luck with that. All right. Letter B for blurred, and blurred is for Batman. Uh, it has been reported officially now that Robert Pattinson of um, Breaking Dawn, uh, and uh, he was in Harry Potter, I guess, too. He is the new, going to be the new Batman in the new Batman movie that's coming out. 
I know it would be easy to take shots at him and Twilight. Uh, I'm not going to do it because that would that's really picking, you know, apples right out of the tree. But more than anything, do you think we need a new Batman movie, let alone a new Batman, a new Batman movie, Sandman? Do we need one? Oh, no. That, that, now, does DC slash Warner Brothers think they need one? Oh, hell yeah, because that's their cash cow, and that's what they always retreat to no matter when, when they're getting their ass kicked uh, not making money, or at least they think they're not making money. So they will always fall back on Batman, and that's why we got this uh, a new Batman now. Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to overreact to this guy uh, playing Batman either because I did. I recall I didn't care for um, – um, I can't even think of his name now. Um, ben Affleck. Um, Ben Affleck, thank you. And I thought he did a very good job in a really, really awful movie, uh, or movies. And so, you know, more power to him. If he can make a good Batman movie, I'll probably go see it. So, yeah, good for him. Okay. Yeah, uh, Brother Beavis, it seems to me, and this is just probably me talking, it seems to me that at this point, maybe Batman should be featuring in other people's movies as opposed to starring in uh, What do you think? Was that the uh, featuring is the rap of me? Yes. <laughs> no, folks. <laughs> so I'll go back to your original question. Do we need this movie? No one needs it, but it's, it's so rich. There's enough storytelling there that, that it can always be good if it's in good hands. Um, so Batman <laughs> can be a lead and he can be a feature, but, you know, it depends on if someone has an overarching, like, uh, an overarching vision for what they're going to do. So if no one does, then you might as well tell some decent Batman stories because mm. it really isn't that hard. And there have been a lot of folks that have come in and we're like, oh, Michael Keaton, that doesn't make sense. Eh, that wasn't that bad. I mean, like he can be mm-hmm. done with really anybody, and we don't know we don't know what he did in whatever it is that got him this job. And, and I'm assuming he didn't go in pretending to be a vampire. That that probably <laughs> <laughs> so like like nice. it could be good in and of itself, and it would be great if it was you know part of a larger uh, a larger plot. I don't think at this point any of us have faith that that's actually what the case is, but. You know, you know, Batman's a great character, but at the same time, like, even go back to, like, their most successful product at this point is the Justice League cartoon. Like, he was he was great in all the episodes where, where it was about him, or he added that special sauce where it wasn't about him. So yeah. they can go either way. Just somebody has to have some idea of what they're doing. And there's no reason why, uh, why Robert Pattinson can and not be a, a decent Batman because, I mean, it's such a, it's such a strong script. It's, it's like the bones are laid down. All you have to do is not just completely fuck it up at this point. So it, it could be fine. It could be completely pointless. We won't know yeah. until we see what else comes around. You kind of look at the, the last two movies, which would have been Shazam and um, Aquaman, and they seem like, even though that they're, you know, they're going to build because they made money. They seem like one shots though. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed like, well, we were lucky to get this movie made and we'll see what happens. And now it's Batman. You would think that there would be some sort of arching or overarching story arc for this character. 
whether it tied into a, a, a larger universe or not, you would think that that would be the case. But yeah, and there's there's no single yeah. satisfying Batman story. Like there is no, right. there is no one hours and we're done. Yeah, yeah, right, and. Yeah, and it, it, but it gets back to the same thing, and we'll talk about the Fantastic Four tonight when we do the books about like we're always coming back to Joker because it's just it is what it is, and you know actually we'll talk about that tonight too in the comic book uh, part. But uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I think I'm just because I'm, I'm not a real big fan of the character overall anyway. I'm just another movie does literally nothing for me. I mean, if it's good, I'm not I'll go and see it. No, I don't know. Not in the least. Um, I'm just not a fan of the character. Not in at all. Uh, he is the epitome if, of everything. Have we had that discussion? On this apparently not. This is why we can... No, uh, apparently we haven't talked straight about it. Yeah, yeah. that's why we not, can never make Glurton with under a half an hour. Yeah, I just don't care <laughs> about... like the. It's full of Batman bullshit. I think I quoted that on a podcast once. Uh, his books are always full you of that shit. Yeah, that yeah. it's just like, oh, well, you know, give me 30 minutes and he can solve anything. And, ah, it's just bullshit, you know? And, like, people pump him up, like, all the time. He, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of a wrestler that he would be that I hated that was constantly, you know, over, but he sucked. I, you know, I just, I just can't do it, you know? Yeah, I, just, you know, I, I don't think that's Batman. I think um, if you go back to the anime series, like, the best episodes were Batman provides the backdrop. He creates the world. And when right. somebody does something in that, whether it's a villain or an ally or whatever, I mean, he's basically fac uh, facilitating that story. And if you go back to Justice League, like, he, ironically, I think that whole series was to show, like, how he was, like, as much of a badass as any one of them. Um, mm -hmm. So I think it's a whole different thing. I think Batman, the, I, I would say the problem is Batman is, when he's the backdrop and the vehicle for the story, much like we would say that, like, the Joker story and, and, and Heath Ledger and the, what he brought, obviously that was the biggest part of that movie, and, and Christian Bale was the facilitator of that movie. That was the backdrop of that movie. Right. Batman creates well, the world into which other stories are told. I, that's the way I look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to find by his villains, too. Uh, that's why he's got the, one of the best villain uh, rogues galleries and stuff. Yeah, so if he, if he has a bad villain, he can't really play off of them that well. That's mm -hmm. why they always go back to the Joker, seemingly. Sometimes Two-Face. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I hate his fans as much as I hate him, but I don't really like his character. No, yeah, no, that's it's, a whole different story. And there's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those are like HBK fans, man. Like I just can't take. Mm. Them. <laughs> oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I happen to uh -oh. there's a picture yeah, you, of you with HBK. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's, don't really? get the lights on HBK yeah. fans. I was drunk. <laughs> Next question. <All> right. <laughs> Letter L. Why you got to bring that up? Letter L is for love. Love. Love is an expression that we uh, coined many, many years ago, uh, long before this podcast. The one yes, thing exactly. he gave us. Thank goodness. Uh, yeah, love is basically something that just, like, whatever, that doesn't make any sense. So Disney Plus announced that the Witcher, Soldier, and Falcon show on Disney Plus is going to be called Tag Team. Um, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Yikes. That's just awful. Like, for what? 
for why, for what, for what, for what? It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so instead of Winter Soldier and uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, or Winter Soldier and Falcon, we get tag team, brother Beavis. Is that, I mean, you're going to watch the shit anyway, so we're really just bullshitting as nerds. But, you know, why tag team? Yeah, that that doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> and and really, like, if if one of them now is Captain America, that's not really a tag team. That's, that's yeah. a star and a side. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, I, I, I think the chemistry between those two individuals as actors, I, I think they're great, and I think uh, there's a tremendous opportunity to tell a story around them. I mean, if somebody thought that was a great title to put on it, that's fine. So be it. But yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think there's, I think there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. Sam man tag team back again. It's whoop there it is, man. That should be the title for it, um like after the colon. Tag team whoop at there least, it is. Yeah, at least if they had that awful ass song in the at the uh, the theme song, at least we was like, Oh well, it still yeah. it sucks, but at least we know why they used it now. Uh, yeah, this is an awful fucking <laughs> And like you said, I'm still going to watch it because it, yeah, it, it looks really good. But yeah, yeah, I mean, ultimately, that doesn't yeah. matter. But you, Head Scratcher, uh, you yeah, know, I don't sure. know who thought that was a good idea and why they would let that out. Uh, yeah, bad, but I'm still going to watch. Just yeah. take it easy. With man, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Somebody on somebody on Twitter was like, they could have called it Winter Soldier and the Black Guy. He was like, I would have went on my podcast <laughs> and be like, that's fucked up, but I still would have watched it. So, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, that's pretty much how it would be. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree. It's just a bad name. Uh, whatever. Disney knows what they're doing. We don't. Damn, Disney. All right, letter E. Letter E is for Edge, as in Galaxy's Edge. Um, Disneyland opened up their whole new Star Wars section of the park. Uh, they opened it up with a bunch of old dudes. George Lucas, uh, Billy D. Williams, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford, and a mm. Chewbacca clone, as Peter Mayhew passed away a couple weeks ago. Rest in peace. Um, but, yeah, any... Not that, and they're going to open up one here in Orlando, too. And I say here in Orlando because it's about two hours south of me or north of me. Um, it, I, I put this out there, one, like, man, they rolled out a whole bunch of, like, old dudes to go do that. But, two, like, is there any, like, urge for you to go and, like, hang out in Galaxy's Edge, Brother Beavis? Like, is that something? I mean, obviously you're not going to Disneyland or whatever. And Orlando would be closer. But, like, it's just like, you know what? That's, like, my bucket list thing I got to check off to go see this life-size Millennium Falcon. No, no, because I know what it would be like. It would be like standing in a crowd of a bunch of other people and, like, really hating on everybody around Like, <laughs> there's no scenario in which, like, I get to walk up without having to deal with anybody else and, like, for a moment, like, clear my mind and think about what it might be like. So, no, I mean, no. I mean, it's just... No. I mean, it's cool. I'm sure it's awesome. But yeah. if you hate people to the degree that I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, I hear it's opening in Orlando, I think, in the fall of this year. And I heard that the tickets, yeah. like, you can't even get, like, like day-to-day tickets to Disney in the fall, which is the time to go, you know, like October or whatever after mm-hmm. school starts. That's the time to go. They can't even get day-to-day tickets from when it opens already. People have already bought them up. 
Yep, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's one of those things. Like, I live in Orlando, for those who didn't know. And even as close as I am, I mean, it would be nice to go sometimes. Is it a bucket list item? Yeah, not really. It would be nice mm-hmm. to see, and I would go I would go just to experience one time. But it's just like the uh, Harry Potter thing at, a, at Universal down here. And yeah. I went once. It's nice. I'll never go again. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I'm done with it. <laughs> and, you know, and like I said, I live here, so maybe it makes it a little kind of desensitizes it to me. But uh, yeah, it's a one-time thing, and then I'm done with it. And, mm. and that's me. Yeah. Too many yeah. damn muggles with that Harry Potter bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we don't even talk about muggles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I just, I just think it's something that's like, man, you know, I, like I see it, and I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there and watching these old dudes or whatever talk, and I'm like, man, I wish I had gone to that. That would have been kind of cool. And then I think about, like, man, that would be a lot of sitting around and watching people. Wow. And, and, oh, yeah, and, 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 and I hate people, too, Brother Beavis. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> it, more than anything, it's just like, you know, people on vacation can be annoying sometimes. Oh. And, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, well, it's like, oh, well, this is my vacation, <laughs> not your vacation, so I'm going to do whatever I want. Now, push you, they'll shove no, you, they'll yeah. push you to the side. Like, it's just, like, uh, not a pleasant experience oftentimes, and I'm just not, not into it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm straight, straight um, on that one. Um, but, yeah, all right. Next question. Uh, letter R is for, wait, I can't read, read my notes, apparently. Oh. Oh, yeah, uh, Reveal. Uh, it was revealed this week that um, in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Adam Warlock is going to be the villain. Once again, uh, in a time frame where I did not read comic books, I don't really know a whole hell of a lot about Adam Warlock, so I'll turn it over to you two. Adam Warlock, the Sandman, uh, is he the bad guy? I didn't even know he was a bad guy. Uh, Adam Warlock, is, he's just more like a cosmic being. He's not really good or evil. He's pretty much the uh, ally of the heroes in the Infinity Saga, honestly, uh, and which they did not use him at all. He did appear, uh, spoilers, at the uh, cut scene, uh, uh, at the credit scene in, what is it, Guardians of Gal- Galaxy 2. Yeah, yeah and, um, and that was it, you know, because uh, they already name-checked him. So we know it's mm-hmm. him, and now what three, I guess, he's going to be. I don't know what kind of villain he's going to be unless they're going to continue that, whatever the golden people's name were. I don't even know what like race they were. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think that queen is going to send him after them, and I, I guess that's what it's partially going to be about. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not a uh, really a villain. He's just more of an entity. He's uh, an enemy of Thanos, but who isn't? And, um, you know, Honestly, other than other than that, other than the Infinity uh, Gauntlet stuff, I'm not exactly sure what the hell he does. You can see him in a whole lot of other stuff. At least I haven't. Yeah, I yeah. I don't. I mean, I've seen the character or whatever in the comic books or whatever, but I don't have any. Like, what's his powers, Brother Beavis? Oh, he's got like a, he's got a stone. He's got the Soul Stone. Apocalypse level powers, which means you can like shoot beams out and do or do not have. Uh, advantage over the people you're fighting. I mean, he's, mm. he, like he has narrative powers, you know. Mm. And and I I don't know if him other than Infinity Gauntlet, which he was primarily mm-hmm. a protagonist. But you know, I would look at it like this: like I think the Sovereign were one of the better parts of the um, the second movie. 
just because they were kind of a weird race, and they kind of, you know, they were, mm-hmm. they had an identity, they were quirky enough, or whatever, and, and so, like, I, I think, if anything, he'll be, like, maybe a, a protagonist, but there'll probably be something else going on. Yeah, Adam Warlock has primarily been cast as the hero related to the Infinity Gauntlet, so it seems like after that whole situation has been resolved, seems a little bit late to bring him back into it, but mm-hmm. they're going to have to yeah. kind of torch a little bit. It, it could be fine. Um, we all thought it was coming earlier, but, you know, I guess yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, a, a lot of the shine came off of Guardians 2, or uh, the Guardians oh. of the Galaxy, the, a lot of the shine of that franchise Guardians came off. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is, is strikingly similar to Age of Ultron, or no, I'm sorry, to Avengers 2. Yeah, mm-hmm. Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah, Age of Ultron. It's coming yeah. off a, a movie that was better than it had any right to be, um, with mm-hmm. a, you know, uh, a, a team movie, and then... It had all the rub going into it, and then somehow fell right on its face. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, you know, and again, and its biggest sin is that it's not the movie that came before it, which, you know, and again, yeah. it's obviously going to get judged against that, rightly or wrongly, fairly or unfairly. But um, it also didn't, neither one of those two movies helped their causes by being the movies that they were, too. So, um, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. All right, letter D is for Deadpool. Uh, it's reported that possibly Deadpool uh, is going to make his introduction into the MCU in Spider-Man 3. Uh, when I sent that news to y'all in the text chain, I was like, man, I can't wait for my brother to see this because he hates Deadpool. Like, because he's too similar to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, go he's too similar to Spider-Man. Okay. So he's like, all right, so putting them the two in the movie together would actually send him over the edge. So we'll ask y'all the same question. A Deadpool Spider-Man team up. They have a comic book together, which is running upwards of around probably 30 or 40 issues at this point. Uh, that do anything for you, Brother Beavis, to see the Merc with the Mouth and your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I think we'll put it in the same, same category as Daredevil, right? It's the same, like it's a red uh, red visual character who mm-hmm. uh, has agility and has, you know, does or does not put out a, a, a web shooter or or byline. I mean, just <laughs> I don't understand why. I mean, like, yeah. if we're going to have mutants, is Deadpool the way we want to put it in? I mean, I, mm-hmm. That whole thing yeah, has yeah. got to be driven by this. If that's going to happen, it seems to be the only reason for it to happen is because of the success of movies. And I think... Mm-hmm. We've come to think that uh, Disney, for all their failings, um, has made better decisions that than, than to put that right to the forefront. Yeah. So that seems contrary right. to what has worked before. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, if that's the route we're going, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Sandman, I, yeah, I, I don't know. and again, I don't know that... I don't know who's a better or bigger Deadpool fan or whatever. I didn't know if you were or, or were not. I, I definitely am not. Are you a Deadpool fan? I mean, look, we know you love Spider-Man. Mm. Yeah, I love Spider-Man, which is probably why I don't care much for Deadpool. Like you, for reasons you guys have already kind of 
uh, talked about, and, and he's an irritating character. I mean, he's freaking impossible man, and um, name somebody in DC that's the same. Is he in DC? I don't remember. Yeah, man, they're both irritating. <laughs> but um, I think that's more of a, a suggestion, probably by uh, a, another company, named, uh, probably Sony, who <laughs> yeah. would love to have another Marvel character. In their movie, because the Spider-Man movies, uh, uh, remember, they get the money for not uh, a Marvel. So yeah. I think that not only him, but we've heard uh, Venom. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead a little bit. They're trying to get yeah, Venom into one of these Spider-Man uh, uh, feature cartoons or something. Uh, that crack Venom character, uh, uh, character they got from that shitty movie that I hated. Mm -hmm. I don't know what y'all, yes. if y'all remember, it, liked it or not. It was bad. It was bad. I didn't, and, and I'm not for that at all. Uh, if it was up to them, they would already have done it, but uh, Kevin Feige had kind of holds the keys to that kingdom, so I don't think you'll see that in there, because that would be very unlike what he does as far as building up stories and stuff, but um, yeah, um, I, it doesn't do anything for me. I'd be very happy if they kept that separate. Yeah, it it seems like a hot shot at the title move. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna put those two exactly. together because um, we think it would be that you know that's a, a cocktail napkin like movie plot, and it doesn't seem like Marvel has Marvel has steered clear of that kind of stuff, or Disney has, and you would think that they would continue to do that, but you never know. Um, somebody might have a great idea on a cocktail napkin and you know put it out there for everybody to see. But uh, I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. Okay. Hey, look, we finished Blurred Notes under 30 minutes. Look at that. Like, wow, ah, that's perfect. <laughs> How about that? 25 minutes or so. So, yeah. New so, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's Blurred Notes. Uh, we're going to jump into these books real quick. Um, usually, yeah, right here, we go into DC. That's their one. But it's actually going to be that's their one and a half. Uh, Brother Beavis said, hey, that sounds like DC. That's their two. Um, we have to, <laughs> and Brother uh, Sam and I, Brother Beavis gets to take a, a breather here. Um, we... We started this Heroes in Crisis story when it first came out because we're always looking for different <laughs> DC stories because, you know, it's just the Marvel hack. So we try to give it their due. So we try to find stories that would, you know, make sense because we don't have that huge background. At least Brother Beavis and I don't, or I don't for sure. And so jumping into stories, you know, we don't have the background if Pacha isn't here and if Sandman's not here. So, all right, so we My try to pick up on these. Super yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's, where's Wendy and Marvin? So, um, oh, we're, we're trying to, so we try to find stuff like, oh, we can jump on so we don't get boggled in continuity or whatever. So Heroes in Crisis, boom. All right, so let's start this story. We did it. it we're, we were confused. Didn't really make a whole lot of sense. So then we let it go. And so now it finished. It, it was supposed to be nine issues, and it was. It was supposed to finish in nine months. It didn't. It took about a year and a half to finish. And so now... We got this whole situation, and I'm going to try to explain what happened. I did read all the books, finally. Um, basically, Wally West got sad because his family died. And when he went to Sanctuary, which was the, the Kryptonian therapist or whatever for the heroes, when he went to the therapist, um, he thought the Justice League was just taking pity on him. And when he saw all the grief that everybody was going through, it made him lose control of the Speed Force. And when he lost control of the Speed Force, he went and um, killed people. 
because of his grief, like because he lost control of the speed force. And then once he realized he killed all these people, then he went into the past and stole a body of his future or into the future and stole a body of his future self and planted that body in the future and, and framed like Booster Gold and Harley Quinn. And he was running really fast. And yeah, okay, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Basically, yeah, I mean, basically, and it's a whole lot of talking about that and uh, kind of beating around the bush. And yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on for a long time. And yeah, yeah, you basically explained it. Yeah, and it's that's basically the whole plot, though. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all the rest of the story. Yeah, it was hella yeah. confusing. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense or why. And, you know, and I, and I wish Hush was here because, and you say, man, you can kind of relate to this. DC needs to stop mm-hmm. with this crisis shit. Like, just stop yes. making events with crisis in the title. Like, you hit the jackpot a couple of times. Like, stop doing it. Like, you, yeah. you should not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you yeah, build up mm-hmm. an expectation and you give this. Go ahead. Yeah, DC's... Um, Sin as far as comic books is, is the Infinity. Mar- I mean, excuse me, is uh, Crisis. Uh, Marvels is Infinity. Uh, those yeah. two words should be banned from their respective universes, <laughs> and they should be forced to move on because they're both yeah. guilty uh, of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, con- trying to continue, at least in the smallest measure, some kind of storyline connected to those books that they shit for DC. That shit was in the eighties, man. I was in high school yeah. when that shit came yeah. out. And, um, yeah, and I've, uh, Infinity War some 90s, I guess. I can't remember. But, yeah, mm-hmm. both of them need to stop. Yeah, both of these. I, this, this book had me so confused and, frankly, completely disinterested after that when I finally got to the end. I didn't, I didn't even care. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, a, bunch and, of, and, uh, yeah. just a bunch of crap. Yeah. yeah it's I don't care about this. It is all gobbledygook. It and it's just it like, is. and so all the people that died allegedly are still dead. You know, but Wally came back, and he's got yeah. an answer to his, you know, killing all these people. But, I mean. Yeah. They put him in jail, uh, but, I mean. Yeah, they put him in jail. Do you really think that they're going to keep Wally West in jail? That's not going to happen. No. I'm sure that that's be not going to stick. Something will happen that he really wasn't. They'll explain it away so he didn't yeah. murder somebody or it'll, yeah. it'll be undone. So, yeah. Season six of The Flash on the C-Dub right there, man. So, um, yeah, whatever. All right. So, anyway, so that's Crisis. It was a crisis to read it. That's basically where I'm at with that whole thing. Um, because, damn, whew, that was bad. Like, re- reputations were lost with that whole situation, yeah. man. Yeah. It wasn't good. Well, that's Tom yeah. King. We talked about him a couple weeks ago that, you know, he lost the, the, old, the, the mainline Batman book. This was also him as well. Uh, hit the yeah, the definitely the um, uh, the shine is off of the whatever because he's definitely not in a good spot right now with a lot of fans. All right, no. That being said, let's jump into Batman: The Last Night, another dystopian <laughs> DC story. <laughs> um, golly, oh where do I start? Uh, the cover is really interesting, and the funny thing, Sam, man, I thought when I was looking at it that he was carrying a lantern like the Green Lantern. Like, I thought that's what he yeah. was carrying, like the, the Charger thing, but it's not. Yeah. I'll get into what it actually is here momentarily. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, of course, a Batman story, it starts with Batman's parents getting killed and him hunting somebody for a year. And uh, I don't know. What he somebody gets, somebody gets the drop yeah. on him. Yeah. Somebody gets the yeah, drop on him. Like he lines up in. Go ahead, Dean. Yeah, it looks like a um, 
um, it's in the same spot that his parents died. He's getting led all over the city, and it's a uh, chart drawing of himself being killed on the yeah. scale of the city. And the heart is where his parents died. I most mm-hmm. you're not. This is what they did. Yeah. And he goes there, and there's this. I think it's a. Is it a robot child or a, a, a yeah or a zombie zombie. Yeah, it yeah. It, it, it looks like it's him as a child after his parents got killed. That's what I got. Yeah. Out of it. And then it transforms into this clockwork um, um, a gun, and he shoots him, and he wakes up in Arkham. Arkham, basically. yeah, yeah. And, and everybody in Arkham. Arkham, yeah, and everywhere, everybody in Arkham is like. No, y'all didn't watch Community. But basically, everybody there is, like, as a crazy person, but believing that they're the hero or the villain that they think they are. You know, like, you know, Cobblepot's Mm -hmm. there, and he thinks he's the penguin, but he's really just in the insane asylum. Yeah. And Bruce is there because... Dr. Joker. Yeah. Yeah. And Bruce is there because he allegedly killed his parents. That's why he's there. And Alfred is, you know, trying to help him through this situation. But it's all an effing ruse. Because really, Alfred, something has happened on the outside of the world, and Alfred wanted to save Bruce from becoming Batman and being Batman and saving whatever happened out there in the world or whatever. And yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know. He gets he it's gets out of the strange. yeah he yeah. gets out of the asylum and he's in like this desert area. It's been ten years. He has no idea what's going on, and he goes to pick up this lantern to walk, and it's actually the Joker's head. He has no body in the lantern, and, and of course it's alive. Obviously, of course it's alive, and he's got Joker jokes, and uh, yeah. he makes his him being Joker. Um, yeah, and he makes his yeah. way to Coast City, and then there's people fighting with Green Lanterns, and they're projecting babies to fight. Uh, they're battling for them. Green babies. Yeah, yeah trying to crush was, Batman. Yeah, yeah it was weird. <laughs> it's beyond weird, man. This is kind of like yeah. an Elseworlds tale, some kind of. Yeah. It's almost, this is like an annual, actually, an annual story. And you know how bad <laughs> they can be. And and that's exactly what it felt like to me. This is just like off the, I mean, off the fucking wall rubber, you yeah. know, locked in the cell rubber ball, balls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to do here. I really don't. And they got, and this is Snyder and Capullo. I mean, you know, this is their tag, their number yeah, one Batman Capullo. team here. It's not the bullshit group. Um, I mean, it's good. And so, <laughs> as he's about to get crushed, yeah. the uh, he gets saved by Vixen, and it was like, oh, okay. And then there's the Amazonians, mm-hmm. which were Supergirl, Poison Ivy, Supergirl. Vixen, right? Mm-hmm. And it was somebody and was else. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, no, it was like four or five Queen. of them. Yeah, uh, Wonder Woman uh, is the leader of the Amazons of this resistance group. She's got a mohawk. Yeah, rocking a mohawk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of you know, rough with a mohawk. But, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And then the basic premise is like, you know, the heroes killed the world by, um, they failed. I didn't understand. The, was it the, the anti-life equation is mentioned? And I don't know if yeah. that part of the reason the people like basically the people went nuts. The people or, turned or something on like that. Yeah, people, people turned, turned on, on the heroes, you know, and they killed all the heroes themselves. Regular people just turned yeah. on the heroes, and yeah. that was fun. And um, <laughs> and so the plan is to take the people that are left, like the resistance. They're going to take them to hell because they made a deal with the to devil that they were going to stay. Yeah, yeah. Hades. Yeah, they were going to stay in Hades. He made a deal Hades. with the Hades to stay in Hades. Yeah. He made a little pocket dimension for them. 
Well, yeah, not this is too hellish. Not all, yeah, not too hellish, not yeah. too dark, you know, because little kids are like, oh, it's going to be dark, Bruce, Batman, first man. And, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it it's is crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, it is crazy. It was hard getting through this. It's not a short book either. It's a long read. No, it wasn't. It's 60 plus pages. Yeah. And trying to stay with what's going on was not easy. So I don't. I'm kind of curious where they're trying to end up. Because I'm like, really? I just kind of want to see what's at the end of the train wreck. You know, like what bodies get uncovered afterwards. Yeah. But that's kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be any worse than yeah. heroes in crisis. So I, mean, yeah, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. But yeah, yeah. So who's gonna survive? That's basically it. And Batman goes to leave to save the world as usual, and that's it. I mean, <laughs> damn. Basically. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it basically it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot going yeah. on there. Uh, so I don't know. So yeah. So what did you think of it overall? I mean, I guess I'm not trying to. I, it seems like I'm kind of shitting on it a little bit. I was like, it's kind of an interesting story. But, again, DC's got – we're already reviewing one dystopian back area, you know, kind of <laughs> not in continuity book already this season with DC. So, you know, yeah. another one, Sandman. Uh, yeah. They're kind of getting a little full of themselves with these crazy Elseworld stories, uh, if that's what this is. Some of these are – like I said, I'm kind of interested in what they're going to end up at. Mm. With this, as this like a morbid curiosity, maybe more than yeah. anything else. But um, I tried to stay with it a while, and it kind of lost me after that. Like when they, when they, were in, they were underground, when they met Wonder Woman and the people, yeah. and and he's he's like the third or fourth Bruce Wayne. Actually, this is not the original Batman. This yeah, that's right. They made a device to like so that it would yeah, make yeah. sure every generation of Bruce Wayne was born into this yeah. world. And they continued on and on, so there would always be a Batman to look over what remains of Gotham, I guess. And yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a it little, a it's a little over my head. <laughs> it, is a very, it is a lot. It, 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 yeah, it, 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 a lot. it is a lot. So, yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. halfway on this, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess, guess. That I am too. I mean, yeah, you're right. It'd be interesting to see where the hell they're going to take it. But overall, it was like, whoo, it's a long ass book. Sir. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was hard. It was hard. Sacrifice sure. to read right. that, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. All right. All right, brother Beavis, you can tag back in, bro. Tag team. Tag team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there he is. Okay. Yeah, I know. We lost him. Now. Yeah, all right. He's back. So. All right. Batman lantern in the head. So there you go. All right. We're going to bring you back in, man. We'll jump back. Go ahead. We'll jump to Fantastic Four before we go to Sam Wilson. I think I said Sam Wilson before. We can do Fantastic Four. Uh, number mm-hmm. nine. They're actually on book number ten, but we skip number nine as they finish up this Doom story arc that was, uh, uh, I guess, like three or four issues at this point. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So how about that? Go ahead, brother Beaver. Lead us on the Fantastic Four's journey to finish up against Doom. All right. So uh, okay. So number nine. Yeah, actually, I had to go back a little bit to make sure I understood what was going on. So number eight, or up to this point, was Doom had uh, cast himself as the... We're doing nine, right? Yes, we're doing nine. Yeah. So Doom had lured the Fantastic Four into Liberia to um, 
to help him show everyone, show the rest of the world how great he was. And uh, Galactus was coming in. He was going to show everybody that he was going to defeat Galactus. And he had this new herald uh, who did uh, did Victorious. 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 Victor. Yeah, Victorious. Mm -hmm. And so, so if you had to guess, if there was anyone who might, like, try and push up on Victorious and try and close that deal uh, (laughs) of the Fantastic Four uh, Sandman, who would you think that would be? Does does he set on uh, set himself on fire for a living? Uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> might. he might. He might. Uh, he might. I know uh, down a little bit. Producer, who would who would you think would push up on Victorious and try and close that deal? I think we've officially nicknamed him uh, Dickhead Johnny Storm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good name, so, yeah. So uh, so so. Von Doom has uh, a very Von Doom mass catchment, Victoria, uh, Vindicator, Victorious, whatever. Johnny doesn't even really care what her name is because he's going to try and close that to you. And yeah. uh, so they, they, they lure in Galactus, and uh, she has the power cosmic, and, you know, and Galactus is going to try and go in and close that deal. I don't know if he knows that Johnny's. Uh, or, or or whoever. I mean, I want to thank you, Johnny. Spoiler alert. I don't want to say it's Johnny, but it's Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Johnny. So, so, yeah. so, it's Johnny. Anyway, so, so this whole thing is like this doom plot. So he's going to show the world how he he's got um, he's got Galactus trapped in a mountain. He's going to harvest his cosmic energy and save the world and whatnot. So now we we pick up kind of a cold open on uh, episode nine to the point where I had to like go back and, and sort of read. But he has like uh the sort of classic doom. He has the uh the uh the all of them in their own separate little prison. So uh Mr Fantastic is stretched out like thin and cold, he can't stretch himself out. Uh Sue is has these uh uh uh, sonic pulses that are keeping her from manifesting her force field. Johnny is like uh, suspended so he can't get his uh, energy on. And the thing is like if he exerts himself, he's going to screw the rest of his friends. So Doom thinks he has it all figured out. But then you underestimate Susan Storm. What? Yeah, what? So she, makes, <laughs> she makes his armor invisible and shows him how he's all messed up. And the, so she plays upon his vanity. So there was a whole thing in episode eight that we didn't get to where it's like, yeah, Susan, your whole thing is force field, so I'm taking that away, and you're weak without it. It was it was very diminishing, and, uh, yeah. and here again, mm. like as as cool as like the the thing in Human Torch are, there's really only one person with actual power in the Fantastic yeah. <laughs> Four, and, 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 and Storm. Am I yeah. wrong? No, you're yeah, not. Um, and that's, I mean, no, yeah. yeah. Since Burn in like '85 or '86, she's been clearly yeah. established as the most powerful freaking member of the damn team, and yet that's she's all. constantly get pushed back to the, you know, to the to the side, you know, to for us yeah. to get dickhead Johnny Storm stories and read calculations and then clobbering time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, yeah. she's yeah. always been pushed aside, and she's got a monthly coming out soon, which. 
I don't know if I'm necessarily going really? to that part of it. Yeah, she's got a muffin mm. coming very soon uh, and be canceled very mm-hmm. soon as well, I think, Brother Peter. <laughs> 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 yeah. Grand opening, Grand opening. Yeah, and, yep. and there was, uh, the, the cool thing was there was an Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes where, which, oh, there's a fantastic stretch where Captain America gets captured by the Skrulls and mm-hmm. imprisoned, and uh, right. he, like, escapes in their home world, and he has to get Susan Storm. And 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 they have like suppressed her abilities to where she can't do anything. And like, we're just about when he's about to fall, when he's done as much inspiration as he can, and he's mm-hmm. sacrificed as much as he can, she finally comes online. And she's like, "Oh no, I got this," because yeah. I am the most. <laughs> I mean that that whole sequence with her and him, and then they go back. They get the uh, they get the uh, they have a whole conflict with the. Uh, the Serpent Society and Spider-Man, just ridiculous. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not a whole stretch of that comic book. <laughs> and, like, Avengers Assemble, fuck you. I mean, because, yeah. because you only <laughs> yeah. exist at the expense of, like, one of the best cartoons ever. So, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very so much so. Where are we? So, I've, I've sort of fast-forwarded to where the, uh, the Fantastic Four, they got tricked by Doom. They're all loose. Uh, and now we're going to go back into the uh, the kids portion of the story. Y'all want to chime yeah. in? Is there, there something worth talking yeah. about that I missed? No, other mm-hmm. than the fact that, you know, uh, there is going to be a, uh, I'm almost, damn, I almost called it force factor. Um, uh, the, uh, whatever society, <laughs> whatever society that those kids are in, there's going to be a book that they're getting here, too. We saw this coming. I think we predicted it on this show. That they were going to end up getting yeah. their um, their own book. It's also going to be canceled soon too. And um, yeah, yeah, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I didn't understand that fact that like, oh yeah, so he's at his little friend's house having a play date, and then uh, does she release demons? Okay, great. Yeah. There's some demons now. So yeah. okay, like without any introduction of who that girl is, watching yeah. that was the million called demons right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, it, I, one of my notes on here was just like, you know, and, and I said this to Brother B before we started recording, I was like, this is one of those, like, books, or at least parts of this book is like, like why, like, you know, do, do people actually like the Fantastic Four? Because, like, it gets to be so kind of goofy and childish that it doesn't really, like, it, you know, hey, there's a world yeah. event going on. But let's cut to this thing where there's people in a van checking out, you know, like, yeah. you know, to see if these little kids are okay. It's <laughs> like, you know... It's yeah. like it takes away from the main plot line just so you could force the kids down our throats. So, I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. It was totally a page. Is, yeah, we can get you up that down. Do they have life? I mean, in this era? Um, not really. As far as it's from, what, from what I can tell, the pulse on them, nobody ever talks about them. They're kind yeah. of a lost property for Marvel, honestly. They were gone for, what, three years that they didn't mm-hmm. put in? I mean, that was probably as much um, corporate politics than anything because Fox had, had the movie rights then and they did not want to advertise them for any reason while they had it and were putting out awful-ass movies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and mysteriously, they came back as soon as they got the rights back. So, well, there you go. But uh, mm-hmm. no, I don't think they're, they're not a talked-about property at all right now, as far as I can tell. Yeah. It's tough because, like, the thing and Human Torch together are great, and Sue Storm is an incredibly power, powerful character, but, like, 
maybe the issue is like the thing with Reed is like he's smarter than everybody, and maybe that's not. Maybe there's no appeal there. I mean, is, is it Reed yeah. that's holding the rest of that team back? Yeah, and then there's a maybe. there's a there's a portion in this here too, which they had kind of avoided since it had come back where Reed is doing, like, all this smart stuff while it's going on. Like, oh, well, we took out a Doombot, and I'm going to control everything that Doom does because yeah. the Doombots actually have, like, all the shit that I'm like, oh, this is why, <laughs> this is why like, sometimes I don't really, like, with this team and book. Like, it just seems like a good idea, but sometimes it gets, like, bogged down in this, and I'm just not a fan. So, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. But the takeaway is, like, uh, they finally get loose. They embarrass Doom. They, uh, you know, they... they yeah, they put the like on the, and the Herald. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, yeah. uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm good. Like, I have a previous, like, commitment to not destroy the Earth or whatever. And <laughs> then there's, like, all sorts of, like, dialogue, blah, blah, blah. And uh, just when Doom thinks he has the upper hand, Valeria, who they've gone to great lengths to make clear that she has no powers, creates a uh, teleportation field to bring in this uh, side story demon mm-hmm. for no good reason. Mm-hmm. That this yeah. Doom and, yeah. It seems like a <laughs> very, very scripted uh, uh, adventure in which Johnny gets to mack on people, Susan gets to show her powers. The thing does things stuff, and Reed does Reed stuff. Yeah, it's just, yeah, and it's like yeah, a reunion at the end, everybody. Yeah, yeah, and it's such an anticlimactic yeah. ending. Also, allegedly too, um, like Wyatt definitely is Wyatt gay in the books? Because if he he's not, be. um, yeah, they really haven't said so, but. Like, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if they tried to tell this story with him and Johnny because they're, I think they were roommates at some point as well. Like, it's Yeah, like, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just curious if that's a story that they want to tell at some point. But beyond that, they wrapped up this Doom story. Like, they built it up over Well, why Wingfoot G doesn't autocorrect to why it would put gay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, so I don't think that's, yeah. that's definitely not canon. But, no, but still, no. Yeah, I just, it's curious that, you know, as a story or whatever, but I, God dog it, I just, it, this story just seemed like it fell flat because it, you had done such a good job of bringing Doom in and building the story and then you wrapped it up with a goofy, like, interlude in between with some freaking demon, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it mm-hmm. fell flat at the end for me, so I don't know, going around the room saying, man, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Uh, I guess okay. that's the, that the entire yeah. Doom story saga. Yeah, it it, was, it ended kind of abruptly, uh, and they really had felt like they had to put a, a, a bow on the end of it, like, and the big reunion, everybody at the end, and and they they thwarted Galactus and Doom that quickly, you know, it kind of rang hollow for me at the end. They yeah. felt a little rushed, yeah, yeah. It's in the middle. I mean, it, I've seen re- worse, but I've also read a lot better. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, it's in the middle for me. It's just okay. Oh. Brother Beavis, you, you led the charge on this. What did you think? I mean, I, I, I guess this is kind of the best we can hope for from Fantastic Four. And That's scary. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's petrifying, sir. Yeah, it's just... I feel like this 
this is just a problematic franchise slash license for them because I don't know. I mean, the the it, the things that it was in payday just don't seem to work anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. And you also think about yeah, it. it is. They're, they're an issue 10. Like I said, we're an uh, issue behind, and that's all War of the Realms crap, which we, bleh. But um, mm. you with you just you did nine issues. Four of them were Doom issues. You just wrapped that up. What's next, essentially? Um, <laughs> because, yeah, sure what's bigger than that? I mean, what, yeah. yeah, what are we doing? I mean, what's next? And I'm just kind of curious from that, you know, what's next? But it'll be good if they can get those kids out of the book so they don't have to worry about it if they're in their own book. That'll be great. Um, but mm, I don't know. Damn, yeah. that sucks. All right. Yeah, I'm thumbs in. Uh, overall, I thought the story started off pretty strong and ended pretty weakly, so I it would put it at thumbs in the middle. Um, but I thought it actually was, you know, a pretty good introduction to a Doom story. It just ended kind of shitty. So, all right. Yeah. Let's go to Sam Wilson, Captain America. Uh, we've been kind of, kind of, we've been going through this book. We did the first two issues last week. We're going to do one issue this week of Sam Wilson as this book is just the kind of, you know, since they're going to tell this Captain America, Sam Wilson story, it seems like in the MCU, kind of kind of revisit the book that um, I would say inspired that and at least inspired people to actually care about Sam Wilson uh, outside of being mm -hmm. the Falcon. So Sam Wilson, Captain America, issue number three. Um, <laughs> but when we were talking about this last week, you were like, man, they really are going through the cap. Uh, villain or the cat, the cat rogue, rogue gallery, air quotation or whatever, and this is a throwback of an all throwback as we get Cap Wolf. Um, yeah. Damn, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's basically it. When you you know you see it and you're like, damn, Cap Wolf, really? So uh, so yeah, yeah Misty Misty Knight uh, stalking out this warehouse. You know she's no sidekick. She says, um, and she's gotten himself into a situation. Uh, he's Cap Wolf. He's like, and I don't want to hear it. And so we get the story told in flashback mode, just like the first two issues. Uh, Dr. Mollus, he was working with the Serpent Society, or Sons of the Serpents, and they're experimenting on illegals, air quotation marks. He recaps his, his, <laughs> he recaps his history and plan. And, uh, yeah. Bond villain style, he recaps his whole history. Um and part of that history is that he was he was eaten and shit out by uh, Carnage. And, Carnage, um, yeah. Yeah, and like Falcon busts up the party. <laughs> he throws the shield into his chest. He no-sails it completely <laughs> and transforms into, <laughs> my note says Carnage, question mark. Um, uh, Red Wings hot tag doesn't work. Uh, Sam, he gets captured, and we go back to the future. Uh, there's an 80, there's all these 80s uh, werewolf movie jokes that Misty Knight gets to make. Uh, Teen Wolf, yeah. American Werewolf in London. Howling, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Howling, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean just She's good stuff. Yeah, just yeah. good stuff. You know, and I'm pausing here. Like, it's a, like I said, I kind of get now rereading this what dude was thinking when he relaunched that falcon book like oh you know this book is told with humorous tones but it's not meant to be laughed at that book was meant to be <laughs> laughed at completely and <laughs> it's like you know what i mean like is it, that there's like I, I there's such a fine line for you know determining what's funny 
and what's like humorous? I don't know. I, I don't know, brother. What are you thinking when we get Cap Wolf here back and you know Doctor Miles's mini carnage here? Yeah, Cap uh, Cap Wolf is very nineties esque, and the, the the funny part to me is we've reached a point where Cap is a feature artist. Raptor. Yeah, and there you go. at mm-hmm. this point, uh, Wolverine and yeah. was a feature artist. Raptor. And yeah. uh, with Wolverine, once you start entertaining the mutants, you get Wolfsbane. So the original, like, Cap Wolf story was uh, the, you know, the Moon Wolf, J. John Jameson's son and whatnot. Wolverine was involved. Wolfsbane was involved. So it was, it's funny that, like, that, that total, like, hot shot 90s era story, like, has any legs to it. And Misty yeah. is, like, our window into that. She's like, yeah. you know, you hope and you pray. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's like, I think that sort of meta nature of the story kind of undermines it as well. But, you know, I mean, again, Cap, here, Sam Wilson, is still, like, sort of mining the Cap villains and the Cap sort of level of power. And I, yeah. think, that's, I think that's appropriate, and I think it works. And I, I've I'm still in at issue three. Yeah, it's a it's a, a good like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's a good moment to be like you know these things work for him. Like you cannot put him up right. against Thanos and those types of things. Like you're giving <laughs> him those villains that Cap could run through in seconds. But for him, it's it's different for him to have to try to deal with it. And that's you know I I, yeah. I just. You know, I appreciate it in that sense, like, so much that you're like, oh, okay, guess what? This is something that he could do. We're going to tell this story in a way that's, you know, somewhat relatable and move it on from there and not try to do yeah. too much. So, yes. uh, yeah, Beat Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Okay, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Dolphin yeah. contend with uh, Dr. Malice. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, and yeah. we do get a... And we do get a moment there where it's like, oh, okay, wait a minute. You know, we get a throwback to, you know, symbiote world and that, uh, you know, uh, oh, yeah. sonic sonic things wear out uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the symbionts. And, you know, Red Wings got one in there. And, I mean, I don't know. And then right. the, the, the so, illegal. So we need, we, need to have, we need to have a Red Wing conversation. And, yeah. Yeah. Mean, <laughs> his, <laughs> his psychic bond. But it's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and his psychic bond uh, with he has with Red with Wing. Well. Yeah, right, yeah. So we threw this out like last time. So apparently, his psychic bond comes from comes from Wikipedia. Tells me that uh, the Red Skull uh, used the Cosmic Cube to create his bond between birds and himself. Now, mm. That sounds like a terrible strategy, but apparently, that's what happened. Right. Now, are yeah. we at, is it issue four is where we get Falcon 2? Yeah, and, Electric and Boogaloo. Red Wing is a yeah. vampire. Do we need to save that for next time? Yeah, yeah, we is do that, need to save it. Yeah, we do need okay. to save it. Yeah. So that's, a, that's a teaser. Yeah, yeah, so that's for a the, teaser. For the end of the season. Yeah, so yeah for sure. There's some shit coming, y'all, and it doesn't <laughs> it's, it's not going to be good. I'm just yeah. 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 Shit will be the right word. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know, and it, again, follow the it, the the joke is always follow the rich white man, 
to try to find out who the villain of these things are because it was, you know, because they're telling like, well, who's behind this or whatever. I'm like, well, it's like, you know, undercover brother. It's the man, you know, but it actually is the serpent solution. <laughs> pulling the strings of the man. The serpent solution is pulling this thing. So two, three issues in, he's fought all kinds of serpent villains, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. But again, it's not like it's not entertaining. Like, I mean, they find their stride very early in this book and keep it consistent. And for a while, the tone takes a much more serious tone as it gets later into the book, into the run. But this uh, initial run, is it, it knows exactly what it is, and it doesn't stray from the course, which is appreciative. Yeah. The odd so, part is where he has to, like, ride Coach Middle Seat to get to where... I mean, yeah. that, that, that part is, like, weird, but... I mean, they they put him right into the calf mythos, and I think yeah. it works. Yeah, it does. No, it, this is a fun book. Like I was like, people that don't like, yeah. you know, like, oh, I don't like this. Is not, it's not. Oh, it, he's not Captain America. Like, I'm like, this is what would happen if he was Captain no, oh, America. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what would happen. Yeah, like he's that's like that. That's like the worst part. The the fact that it lays it right down. Like, oh, what if your what if your icon became black? That would not. Yeah. You would not be okay with that. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're right. Yeah. I would yeah. not be no. okay with that. That would. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what would happen to this poor man if they put him in this position. And so, yeah, yeah I, it, again, it's genius. And it in certain senses, yeah. it's freaking hilarious. So, all right. Anyway, so we're all thumbs up <laughs> on Sam Wilson. We're <laughs> good on Sam Wilson, Captain America. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so is what it is. I mean, that's yeah. the funny thing is like. <laughs> When you when you aim for thumbs in the middle and you nail it, that's a thumbs up. I mean, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing that people don't realize. Like Captain America was not a mainstream title. Like Captain yeah. America Ooh. might be a mainstream hero, but that was not a mainstream title. And when you can and make a like, good story within that, when you can make a great story yeah. within that, that that's a, that's a success. And I think that's that's, that's the hard part to realize. Yeah. For sure. And, yeah, and right. the MCU was not built. <laughs> they took, they took like, they did not start from the greatest title to build the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They took right. very questionable <laughs> titles, shaky titles, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and yeah. start lightning in a bottle. I think that, right. that's maybe the thing that people don't realize. It's like, you know, Iron Man is, is not, at that point, a popular character. It's not in the league. No, no. No, it, it was really and then you both Captain him and Iron Man. That's not a popular yeah. book. Yeah. And the funny thing is, yeah. is that maybe this is what needs or will happen with the Fantastic Four is that they might need a movie to re-kick this comic book, which is a fucking kind of a shitty thing to say, but it might be yeah. in a situation where they need that kind of exposure. And again, it, you know, fucking millennials, whatever group you want to call them or whatever they might need the more visual aspect of this to be able to be like, hey, you know why, this is why I care about these particular characters because I've seen this happen. Not that there's not three shitty movies out there for them to watch, but whatever. All right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. Immortal Hulk uh, is our last book of the evening. No X-Book tonight. The X-Men are, I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're spinning their wheels until they can reboot here sometime. They're, the they're in timeout. Yeah. <laughs> the worst kind of time. I think they burned it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. just, ugh, they're just in a bad yeah. place right now. And we'll, yeah, yeah. Whatever. All right. So Immortal Hawk. Okay. So before we recorded recording, we were trying to recap this because we had previewed this book, uh, over several seasons now, I guess. 
And our biggest issue wasn't that it wasn't good. It's a really good book. Like, it's just, it's weird. It's freaking kind of a horror story. And, but we hadn't revisited it in a while. And again, because of the shipping schedule, you know, sometimes it's coming out every week. Sometimes it's coming out maybe every, like, other month. It was just weird. So we had missed probably, I would say, six issues since yeah. the last time Seven we talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to recap, uh, there was a story where Bruce was fighting against his father, a demon version of his father, and that went out. And then the, the recap or the back end story of that after that was um, now Bruce is um, like kind of looking uh, for uh betsy ross like thaddeus ross has been killed if you've been following our captain america recap you would know that and um and so there's a funeral for him and then bruce contacts his ex-wife and everything is really kind of attached to that and uh, y'all need to need to jump in because it is a confusing book the drawing there's different artists on the book it, they're very short reads there's not a lot of dialogue in a lot of these books either it, there's narration yeah. There's uh, it, there's Crusher Creel, uh, uh, Titania. Like, I mean, there was a whole lot going on in issue 18 to, to get us to the end where we get our battle of the big vanilla big man. Or they're not really vanilla big man, but that, it's basically mm-hmm. it. Uh, Bruce was being hunted by this cyborg. Uh, it, it, help me yeah. out here, y'all. The problem I have yeah. is with the reflection. Like, uh, sometimes... The Hulk is the Hulk, but his reflection in somebody else, that's the thing I can't pick up. And yeah. because the different yeah. artists was like, when he's like, I'm not Hulk, I'm Joe. I'm like, wait, yeah. is that his dad? Because that yeah. looks exactly <laughs> like they drew Tony Stark like two episodes right. ago. <laughs> which, yeah. to be fair, they, uh, they did not draw Tony Stark like Robert Downey Jr., Yes, yeah, I was. Yeah, that, that's a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so they have the Hulk's funeral, but Captain America can't be there. So Tony Stark goes, but he looks like a like a random dude with a bad mustache, which is what Tony yeah. Stark was before Robert Downey Jr. And <laughs> but but he but he kind of looks like Hulk's dad, who was the villain yeah. from the first twelve episodes. Which yeah, is kind of yeah. like what he looks like yeah. now. And so it's, it's so confusing. And there is like yeah. a Spike Lee dude who drives a cab. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys think that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, it, the problem with me is that they make it so subtle and the visuals are so inconsistent, I, I, I can't really follow it. And then there's a the Mr. Fix-It angle. Or mm-hmm. I don't yeah. Know, my whole lore is weak. Yeah, yeah. What's going on with that? With the Mister Fix It is it is so? It's Mister Fix It like um, inside Bruce's head, um, and his right. alter ego. Yeah. Like, is he controlling him now? I didn't really. Yeah, understand that's that the part. part. Yeah. I like it's because because what does it mean when he's somebody like a regular looking Tony Stark dude? And he looks in the mirror. Yeah. and it's the Hulk. That's I, yeah. I. What does that mean? I don't understand it. <laughs> and, and that's I think, what I'm trying to figure out. And I think yeah. part of it was that he's. The, and the explanation that he was explaining to Doc Sampson about part of his therapy is that he's got these multiple personalities within him, and some of them become in control. And so whoever's in control of 
the the personality at the time you get that different version of the hawk whereas the devil hawk or joe fix it or whatever yeah it's all mixed right. in together there it's just not a good transition of like hey you know this is what happened and now this is why he's joe fix it this is why this is happening you know but the hawk still can only come out at night and this issue is that as he's being hunted by the dude that just buried thaddeus ross his mentor you know, they get him into a place where, uh, well, was that the issue before where they put all this sunlight in there and he couldn't change uh, into the hawk? That might have been the previous issue because this issue is all about abomination. Um, and abomination yeah. is uh, uh, Rick Jones, uh, spoiler alert, Rick Jones that they dug up and, you know, did something to him and turned him into the abomination and now wait, the wait, abomination. Wait, wait, wait. This uh, issue isn't about the abomination. Wait, this what? issue is about Titania. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. <And laughs> Let's call back. Yeah. She shows oh, up boy. in two panels. Yeah. And She's she opens <laughs> this book. Yeah, she's she like, does. hey, I cut the draws off my outfit. So I can read about it. Yeah, Titania is uh, all roped out. But they made references to, like, Crusher Creel's wife and whatnot. And, yeah, mm. this, goes, this is like a Secret Wars callback. It is. This is one of the Show many ways the Secret Wars influences. Yeah. yeah, it does that back. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and we get a whole bunch of people in this book, too. And, and I think that's one of the things that it's probably one of the reasons that this book is somewhat entertaining, even though confusing, about how it's been different than other Hulk books that you've read in the past is that it doesn't just focus on Bruce and the Hulk. Like, it builds out his, uh, like, his gamma family, so to speak, almost in a Batman-esque kind of way. That anybody mm -hmm. that's been influenced by gamma has kind yeah. of pulled into his world a little yeah. bit. And I don't think in, that's a terrible thing. Any, anyone who's in the Bat family is kind of a dick in the same way. Anyone who's in the Hulk in the same way. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and, and that's good. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's a good thing because, you know... It, and again, the, for, the reason that we, I think we've enjoyed this book where we have, even though we missed a bunch of issues here, is that it's gone from, you know, it's not a oh, Hulk smash, bam, bam, bam kind of book, it, where it's actually trying to tell a somewhat story. Now, it's not as coherent, maybe, as we would like it to be, but it is telling a story yeah. that it is I mean, told it, over time. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Maybe if you go back, it is, but, I mean, they have 18 issues in, and this is a story that's still being told. Mad respect. Yeah. This has not happened. And the fact that they're doing it in the Hulk story, which, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. is, it, yeah, I don't get it all. I might have to go back and study it, but, yeah, right. great. Keep going. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah no, right. I, I agree. And, again, it did get confusing because there are, you know, multiple artists, and, like, we're like, well, is Betsy Ross a bird now? And she's got gamma, like, you know, she got shot in the head. I was like, oh, that's a wrap for her. Yeah. But no, it isn't. She was a freaking harpy. But no, she was Red Hulk, right? Or she was Red yeah, She was Red Hulk, yes. She was Red Hulk. That's, around. The, thing, that's yeah. the thing they make is, like, you can't die at night. Because yeah. the freaks oh, come out at night. The freaks can, there you go. Boom, boom. Tip your waiters and folks. They'll be here all week. Um, so, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know that I'm saying that I dislike it. I'm certainly not saying that. I'm just saying that it, I, probably for us as a podcast, we're like, man, we should have stayed with that book more because, like, 
chunking like six episodes or issues of it was a lot. You know, it's like, wow, there's a whole lot going on here. And like, I mean, and hell, just bring it back Doc Samson like that. That's freaking awesome in and of itself. Doc Samson is an underused character probably. Forget the green hair, forget the tight fucking extra medium shirts. Forget all that. It's still a cool (laughs) character that they could bring, you know, like, you know, you start thinking of like MCU or whatever, like that's a character that they could introduce that, you know, would make sense yeah. or whatever, like a therapist to the, like the heroes or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like where's Doc Samson? You know, and freaking Softwatch mm-hmm. has been in this book essentially since, like, issue six. It's issue 18. Like, I mean, it's telling a whole ass story over the course of all these books, you know, and the detective is still telling that story. one of my favorite comic books of all time, which is after the, uh, the Peter David launch of X-Factor, they have to go and get consultation. And uh, you get insight. The, 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 the X-Factor team after the, um, the split is without a doubt just a bad team. Uh, Havoc, Polaris, Strong Guy, Multiple Man, Most Man. And they go into therapy. And Cash ops. Yeah. You get so yeah. much insight. And Quicksilver, too, because he was mm. the latest edition. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just that, mm-hmm. that issue where he, like, he breaks them all down. Well, he doesn't do it. They they break themselves down in front of him. It's, it's one of my favorite comic books ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like I said, I, I think probably for us, we'd be like, man, you kind of, like, can't chunk that book. It's just, like, something that you have to kind of take in and of itself, and you have to go back and reread it. But I'm not yeah. saying that it's bad for sure. Like, uh, you know, if I take this issue 18 in and of itself, you know, it's cool. That new, uh, the new design of the abomination, very cool. Like, whoa, like that's yeah. a really Freaky. different uh, take on the and character. I, and I sure. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, like, when he comes and he, like, eats that one lady, I mean, this was like, damn, this book is kind of horrific in certain parts. Yeah. So, you know, it's I'm a straight up here movie. for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, the other um, thing, too, is they don't make the Hulk look like um, the MCU Hulk. Yeah. They don't yeah, make Tony look like the mm-hmm. MCU Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah, that helps. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, back on comics are comics. Comics do mm-hmm. what comics do. Movies do what movies mm-hmm. do, and they don't have to do the same thing. No, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's the books for today, tonight. Um. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I said we'd come back to it, and I promised I will. I said I don't know if I sent y'all the link or man. I was just talking about it. That uh, it was stated that um, the opening, alleged opening for Dark Phoenix, is shooting to be fifty million dollars. Uh, it is opening this Woo! weekend. Uh, <laughs> fifty million dollars um, in the parlance. Not a lot of dough. Um, no. Uh, cards on the table. I legitimately like went out there uh, last night and just before we even started recording, I fired up the fire stick. I was like, "There's got to be a booter on this movie somewhere already." <laughs> Chinese, <laughs> Japanese, Russian, because the, the fact of actually paying real money to see this, I just can't see it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> is there any chance? Uh, maybe somebody, I don't know, is there any chance that you're going to see this movie in the movie theater, uh, Sammy? The only way I can see me going to see this is if one of my boys wants to go see it. Um, yeah. And, you know, because you know, uh, he relies on me for comic book knowledge a lot of times. 
because he's not. I kind of brought him in, if you know what I mean, to, to the club. Yeah, because uh, we went and saw Godzilla this weekend, you know. And I, I, oh, okay. I, I'm not a Godzilla. I'm not a Godzilla expert by any means, but I did know a little more than he did. So, I, well, so, you know, gave me a lot of Godzilla. The Godzilla blanks because he's a huge fan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves it. <laughs> Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Not, yeah. But, yeah well, but that's the only way. That's the only way I'll go. Yeah. Mm. Otherwise, it's going to be on one of the uh, services, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, go Thirty. Yeah. Thirty-second review of Godzilla. Um, probably more like fifteen seconds. Uh, monsters good, humans bad, and both uh, time allotted to the humans. I don't know why it's like eighty percent humans, twenty percent monsters. But when they do show the 20% of the monsters, it's fucking great. I mean, okay. it, this is uh, Godzilla at its probably best as far as an, an American it's version of it. Pacific I've seen. Rim. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pacific Rim, I like Pacific Rim. Uh, just, eh, it, it's, this is better. This is better than that. Okay. Uh, all right. It has the feel That's of high praise, sir. all the monsters. That's high praise, sir. Yes. Be careful. Yep. It's, it's, it, I, I realize it is. I realize it is. Uh, it's not perfect by any, by any means. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, mm. uh, they still need to show the monsters more than they need to show the damn humans. They right. just don't seem to know how to do that. I don't know why. But uh, mm. the monsters okay. they show are great. I love that. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. My, my son wants to see it, so I'm interested. All right. All right, so Brother Beavis, any chance you're going to see Dark Phoenix? In the movie theater. Um. So one possibility would be I have to travel for work, and my hotel is near uh, a, a cinema, and I go mm. see it. <laughs> that would be one chance. Um. And then just I get a wild hair because it is an X Men movie, and sure it looks terrible, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Mm. I mean. Oh, um, by the way, Lelandra and uh, the she uh, Imperial Guard are not in this movie whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, the price of the ticket's not an obstacle, but it's really an opportunity, mm. but it's, it's time. I have no belief that it's going to not be terrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's and I, hard to believe. And I, I, yeah. I, saw, I saw, I read an article earlier this week about how, like, uh, the whole relaunch with First Class where... Uh, Days of Future Past was going to be more of a payoff, which mm -hmm. sort of, uh, then the mm -hmm. studio was like, no, shit, that's going to be great. we got to get right in that. And that, mm -hmm. that sort of undermined everything that came after it. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, it's just sad to me that <laughs> it's that kind of yeah. story that Dark Phoenix is. They, they can't do it right. And, yeah. you know, yeah. having yeah. a payoff in a train, they actually uh, changed the ending of this because of it was too similar to another comic book movie, which we did yeah, Captain Marvel. But um, yeah, yeah. So, mm. which yeah, yeah. Had to do a lot more reshoots and more money. It's yeah, I don't see. Yeah. It. I don't think it's going to do well. No, it's not. And I, and you know, it, it is what it is at this point. You know, they. It is what it is. I, you know, I think we all knew or probably knew that this was going to happen in some version of this. Like there was no probably good spot that they were actually going to be able to make a good movie based on what they had done previously. And from the movie came before it, you know, I think we all saw that. And so now it's just, 
you know, running out the clock. Uh, so there's no way I would go to the movie theater to see this um, unless somebody just, you know, like, hey, we got some media badges or whatever. And that was an opportunity for that, and I didn't even apply for it. So that ought to tell you something. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> that still would have required... That still would have required yeah. some driving around and some, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it still would have required a lot effort, yeah. for me. Yeah, effort, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It still would have required time and effort, and I just wasn't with it. So, yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. All right. All right, so let's we'll wrap up uh, Season 6, Episode 5 of Marvel Hacksman. Be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Rate, review, subscribe. You'll be able to find me, uh, producer of Brothers Comics, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find Sandman at Sandman415 on Facebook and, and Twitter at Sandman415, Brother Beavers, and the Ether. Uh, so, yeah, we got one more episode for this season, and we'll take our summer hiatus, uh, and we'll come back as um, probably War of the Realms will be ending, probably around the times when X-Men... <sighs> makes another debut. It'll be our fourth one for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it'll just make its way back and we'll go from there. So, yeah, that's it. All right. So, yeah, so that'll wrap us up as X-Men, the animated series music starts to play us out. Uh, we're going to say goodnight. All right, Sam, man, go ahead and sign off. Sign off, good people. We will see you next episode. Uh, but we sign off. And again, if any of y'all go see Dark Phoenix, this is not an end friendship thing. You're actually really taking one for the team. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you really Seriously, are. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're going to really be helping us out completely by actually going and Somebody's got to so, see you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So <laughs> if you can do that, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, go ahead and sign off for the team. Alright, I will see y'all next time. Yeah, we'll see everybody next time. Thank you. Peace. Peace out.